Hello, my name is Evan Jacobs and welcome to the Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir Aftermath podcast. These interviews are part of an ongoing series chronicling the hardcore punk music scene in Orange County, California and sometimes elsewhere. They are an addendum to the film Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir. This is a documentary I made that chronicles the 1990s hardcore punk scene. You can stream Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir on Vimeo. For $2 a month, you can watch every Anadimia film by subscribing to Anadimia Films Unlimited on Vimeo. Links for all this stuff are in each episode description. To support this podcast, please like, rate, and review it. Also, please subscribe to Anadimia Films TV on YouTube, where you can view all of these podcasts in their original video form. You know, it's interesting, and this kind of just reminds me, I mean, I, I, I've always thought this, I, I had never even voiced this to anyone. Remember when we were recording the Collateral Damage record that, that I didn't play mm-hmm. on? <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. It was, okay. And I remember, like, so after, like, our first recording session, because Loman did, like, one song, and he's like, hey, I'm done, let's, let's mm-hmm. come back, and I'll really be able to give it to you. And I remember that we were talking with E after, and he was like, oh, yeah, man, this is great. You know, I'm really, really excited about this. And I loved Collateral Damage, best stuff that I was ever able to play. But I remember uh. thinking in my head, after thinking of all the things that E had, like, touched, and then, like, you know, we're talking, like, he did the, the March record. I remember, remember thinking, are you really excited about this? Like, 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 like yeah. you know, like, I mean. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard because, you know, back in the, old, back in the day, you, you, you recorded where you could afford, and you had just ho- you had to hope that the guy that you got cared just enough about your album to make it sound good. And well, so I remember your term pushing buttons. You used to say about certain guys, yeah. you'd be like, "Ah, oh, dude, he's just pushing buttons." Back yeah, there. I mean, there, and 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 that's, I mean, uh, I, I I have the same thing in in my in my job too, graphic design. Like, if there's something that I feel real passionate about all it's it's fun to work on and I, I'll, I'll kind of give it that little extra zhuzh but uh you know if it's something that i'm not really down with i'll, I'll phone i'll phone that shit in and send it back out with so. the with the uh songwriting in this band and i think you may have touched on it um just because i know you my thought in my head is oh jeff kind of presented these songs to these guys but then i'm thinking like now, nah, like, 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 would you like guys work on stuff at practice? Would you all bring stuff? Like, like, how did that piece of it kind of work out as far as like overall songwriting on that turn record? It, it, like I said, it was mostly you know Mike and I are you know it's kind of it came from our our you know like Mike and I would sort of deliberate on the songs before even bringing it to the other two guys. But once we were kind of, once we kind of felt that we have the song in a form that we, that we liked, then it was definitely open. Oh, it was anyone's input. You know, when we got it to the fore, when we were all playing together as a band, we certainly uh, were open to other people's interpretation and whatnot. You know, uh, I, I do, you know, I remember a lot of stuff, you know, Dennis had a like a pretty big role in what how the songs really ended up sounding because they were just like acoustic songs that Mike and I would play in our apartment, you know, when when we would first write them, not really even thinking of them past 
past that. So when they turned into sort of like rock songs, we were certainly open to, you know, like where it was going to go. And so, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun to sort of just see what would, would happen when, when, you know, when, when we got in a room and we were, you know, actually playing as like a rocket. Was that, well, actually, I'm, you know, I'm just going to go right to, right to this question. Cause I'm afraid I'm going to forget to ask it. Um, and I know you probably don't like questions like this, but I have to, I have to ask. Um, That's fine. I, I use this song and I love that I'm talking to you as if I don't know you, but, 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 um, um, <laughs> you know, I love the song Decaf Sumatra. Like I used it in Walking yeah, yeah, the yeah. Raindrop. I still listen to it. I remember you guys were playing at Coos and Popeye and I yeah. literally dancing together, like in the back while that's on. It's a yep. great song. What the fuck is that song about? I'm well, sorry. I'm sorry yeah, to do no, that no, to you. No, no, no. It's, 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 it, that's a mystery to me as well. That one. Is, is certainly like the lyrics are from Mike. That's Mike's thing. It's a, uh, it's like a X Files Z science fiction based story in, in, in the lyrics. And I think, if I remember correctly, I think that he gave this the lyrics to me. Oh, see, I never knew I had, that. You didn't write that. I did. I didn't write the lyrics. No, I did not. Okay. Wow. There, there, there may have been a few, you know, a few. Like I, like I said, like sometimes I'll finesse things, or I'll add a line, or I'll move, move a verse around, or something like that to Mike's songs. But that one was that was it started with Mike lyrically. I think the music I had, the the, the, the music was my my thing, and he had these lyrics, and I thought that it worked because it was this sort of space space rock kind of sounding musical thing and these lyrics that i still not sure i mean i i have i have my story what i think it's about but i don't think mike ever really explained it to me so yeah that one that that's probably the the one that is the least clear to me on on what it really truly is about so I'm sorry I can't I can't no, answer that for no, you. No, but you beautifully kind of segued into a question that I had about that about that record lyrically, and I don't know if the, the word I'm going to use is the correct word, but there's almost sort of an avant-garde feel to those to the lyrics on throughout the whole record. Not every song, okay. and certainly now yeah, yeah. that you've put them all together in Bandcamp, like it's it you know it's it's there's a lot to like take in, but yeah, I just wondered like. Um, just because like having read like, you know, the game face lyrics and then mm -hmm. reading these, like, it would, it would like, was that ever a thought in your mind or? Well, the, the, well that, that's just comes down to the difference of our, of Mike and I, um, of our, our writing style. Like I, I'm like sort of like diary journal entry guy, everything, everything kind of works like a story. There's a beginning, a middle and an end and. I try to I try to like wrap wrap things pretty tightly, and where Mike is a little bit more ambiguous with you know like with his lyrics, sometimes, like I said, sometimes he would just give me a piece of paper with uh, four lines of whatever, and then I will move those around and fill in the gaps, and that, and that sort of becomes the song. I'll take a meaning that I think that he's trying to get at, and then you know, basically play Mad Libs or, or fill in the rest and put in. So yeah, uh, 
that's that, I mean, and that's what I think is cool about having a writing partner because you can make something that either one of you wouldn't have come come by, you know, on your own. So I think a lot of the the lyrics, I think I would say most of the songs, there's a, there's at least a percentage of Mike in in the songs that I started and then vice versa for him. Like, they, I don't think there's any one that is, you know, 100% one person, but he definitely, he has a, a very different writing style. And that's, and, and that's, that's what came through on, you know, on the, uh, the finished, the finished product for this. Well, that's what, that, that even makes that record kind of more interesting now, just because, like knowing like the two styles, just because sometimes you get two styles if they don't go together, it can it cannot be good. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I always remember someone talking to me just about um, Texas is the reason and why that worked so well. Mm-hmm. Is Garrett was coming from it from here and Norm was coming from it from here and it just yeah. worked. And it seems like yeah, yeah. I, I, I that think that's a good, ex- that's a good example. I think I think that's that is definitely a good example of of um, two di- very different um, writing styles, but it works. And it's yeah. and it's interesting because sometimes if let's say you had and you and Mike had been more on the same page, on like on like another you weren't on the same page, but you know what I mean. Like like if you guys yeah. have been more similar, right? That record may not be. We may not be talking about it right now. I mean, you know, right? Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It would it would have been like a, a like a I don't know like an ice light <laughs> <laughs> or 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 that yeah. <laughs> I always regret that we never recorded the final song that you wrote. I always regret yeah. that we uh, there's, never did. There's, always, there's still time. There's still time. <laughs> there is. There is. Um, did you guys have a goal with that with that record? Like, like in terms of like before you kind of realized, okay, this thing is creating too much, too many issues between me and my other band. Was there like thoughts or plans or ideas? Not really. No, I mean, it, it, like, I was just really happy to have another another outlet, and it was yeah. I think it all happened so too quickly to like come up with a with a long game, you know, like f- for it. It was just like I, I have an opportunity to make another record with other people, and it'll sound very different from the band that I'm in. I'm, uh, you know, let's do it. Like that. That's really as far as it got. It was just another. Out, another opportunity for an outlet that I was not going to pass up. That's as far as the thinking was, you know, I, I know that, I mean, I can't speak for everyone else in the band, you know, I'm, I'm, and I'm sure that they, they wanted it to be, to go on longer and, you know, they want, they would have loved to have, have done more, but um, you know, that's, that's kind of just, that's all we got. It's just it was it was it was one and done. Um, you and I kind of talked about this like I don't know years ago, and we just it was a brief conversation, like just a few sentences. But what's interesting to me about that March record is usually that's the record that you that we see people doing now, like people like contemporaries, like like. But you had done that, like. Yeah. Do you ever think about that? Like like I mean. Like you probably yeah. don't ever say, man, I was a, I was ahead of my time, but it, it really seems like you were ahead of your time. It, 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 yeah. Everyone, every punk rocker does end up 
end up making their acoustic album or they, you know, it, like, like every, you know, you sort of unplug and you make your whatever. I, yeah. I just, I, I think I probably went, I don't know. I mean, there's no, there's no real right way or wrong way to, to do it. I just, but yeah, it, it, what, yes, you are right. You're seeing time and time again, the old punk rock guy, doing the roots album or what or whatever they're doing. And I think, I think it's awesome because I, I, I love that kind of stuff anyway. I, and I did, I did before I was, you know, old. Um, but uh, yeah. And I think that because it happened like, you know, at, early, you know, it happened in the sort of when we were still doing the pop punk thing and, and whatever we were doing, it was sort of lost on a lot of people you know, the, the, they probably didn't think it was cool or they didn't bother to check it out. Maybe well, see, now see, I, I don't maybe think now that, they want to listen to it. See, that's the thing is from like someone like on the outside looking in, seemed like everyone liked that record. It just, you know, the way that the scene was then, uh, things kind of moved yeah. fast. And I don't think that people really like, I think that had you guys been been around more and playing and had that CD really gotten a chance to kind of marinate with an active band playing, it, yeah. it could have been, you know, yeah. it, it just, you know, it could have been thought of different, I guess, or maybe you would look at it different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. 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 No, no sense in, in going over that now. But yeah. Yeah. I, I guess it was a little ahead ahead of the, the you know for this scene at least for our scene 